First Place was built by the Lookout Society in 2011 as a social housing project for 129 residents. As a result of the partnership with BC Housing and their commitment to greenhouse gas neutrality, it was determined this project for Vancouver's hardest to house would incorporate the best of green building features. I'm Jeremy Murphy. I'm a director with Sustainability Solutions Group, and we're here at 188 East First Avenue,、uh, which is a building that Sustainability Solutions Group was involved with right from the beginning, doing the sustainability consulting and the LEED certification for. And as you can hear in the background, we're amidst a construction zone today as well, with two new buildings going up right across the street. So. The building is about 6,500 square meters in、uh, floor area.、Uh, it's a socially assisted housing building with lots of social services, run by Lookout First Aid Society.、Uh, there's two commercial tenants on the ground floor here, and then the rest of the building is programming space for tenants and residential units. And along the north side of the building, they've、uh, used some steel cladding insulation. And minimize some of the window areas. The north side of the building is typically a heat loss、uh, side of the building. So if you look up the left side of the building here, you can see that there are long horizontal windows、uh, instead of the large floor-to-ceiling glass windows that are fairly typical of high-rise and condo units going up these days in Vancouver to minimize some of the heat loss and keep the thermal capacity of the building up. So now, from the front of the building, we're going to walk to the west to the alleyway between the two buildings to see what some of the green features are over there. Okay, so here we are at the west side of the building, and as you look up,、uh, you can see the sunshades that are on the outside of the building, both horizontally and vertically on the south side, and that helps keep the、uh, the thermal heat out of the the suites during the daytime when it's sunny. But they're such that、uh, during the winter, when the sun's a little lower, it still lets in a lot of the light、uh, when you need the heat. The reason why it's good to have、uh, the sunshades on the outside of the building and reducing the thermal gain to the suites during the summer is to decrease the cooling costs that might be required in a building like this.、Uh, because this building was designed so efficiently, and the units are、uh, such a, a size, are about 350 square feet each. Uh, we don't have to worry about cooling, so there is actually no cooling in this building. But typically, a building like this would have cooling. The building was made with、uh, radiant in-floor heating, so it's a very efficient type of heating, and that that heat is fed both by the neighborhood energy utility that this building is connected to, and by the solar panels on the roof, which are hot water solar panels. So on the west side of the building here, you can see the gardens that the tenants can enjoy. Uh, both on the ground floor here, on the second floor, and up top on the、uh, 11th and 12th floors of the building,、uh, it's a very efficient landscaping design where native and adaptive species have been used. So there's no permanent irrigation required on site, and the site. Is a very central one for the building. We're close to lots of amenities here at Main and First, and there is plenty of access to transportation. There are three bus lines that run on Main Street. The SkyTrain is nearby, and because it's so central, it's also very good for cycling. And so the building has been built with 80 bike stalls inside underground. 
and there are shower facilities for the building staff. So all that, all that is to encourage less use of single occupancy vehicles or vehicles in general. The parking footprint has also been greatly reduced in this building to uh, 13 parking spots. Yeah, a building this size would typically have 1.25 parking spots per unit, so a building like this would have around 100 parking spots. So the, the parking capacity has been greatly reduced, acknowledging both the nature of the tenants uh, probably don't use cars, but mostly because it's more sustainable to not have so much parking to encourage more active and sustainable transportation choices. So from the west side of the building and the garden level here, we'll walk around to the south side of the building and the alleyway at the back. So the a lot of the building is uh, covered. It, it doesn't have glazing. It's covered in insulation, in the steel cladding insulation. And part of that is for thermal efficiency. The uh, insulation is very good. The durability of the building is very good. Typically a building like this uh, has a certain amount of attention paid to its durability and a lifespan of a building like this might be 40 or 50 years if uh, done well. Uh, under the LEED standards, the durability of the building is expected to exceed that, to be in the 60 to 70 to 80 year range. So a lot of attention has been paid to the details of the envelope of the building. So the the, the waterproofing, the insulation, the cladding, the glazing, how it all fits together to make sure that this building is built to last and easy to service. And you can see on the south side of the building there's more uh, sun shading here and the windows on the south side are typically uh, narrow, they're horizontal narrow windows. But even so, the daylighting in all of the suites is excellent. It's uh, far above the average building of this type, uh, excluding the, the buildings that have curtain wall, floor-to-ceiling, glass. Those always have excellent daylighting and views, of course. But even this building, uh, after taking so much of its envelope and devoting it to durable building materials and thermal insulation, still has excellent daylighting and views. So in addition to the sustainability features that you would normally associate with buildings like energy systems or ventilation effectiveness. Uh, it's good to think about a, a building from a holistic point of view and that's what LEED is typically trying to get at is a balance between your typical energy recycled materials, ventilation type sustainability credits, but also the livability and the aesthetic of the building. How comfortable is it? Uh, how, are, how will the tenants use it? The occupants and the users of the building? Will it be easy to clean? Will it be easy to use? Will it be nice to live in? Uh, does it suit their needs? Uh, one interesting thing about lead buildings that are mixed use like this is that the retail tenants typically have to sign lease agreements that include sustainability features. So in order to get approval from the building uh, owners for their fit-up, they have to abide by certain sustainability codes that have been built into the lease agreements. So the retail tenants have to you know, have the same sort of lighting standards, energy standards, water use standards, low VOC paint standards that the rest of the building is used. Just on the south side of the building here by the parking garage entrance you can see a, a round gray fixture on the side of the building which is the efficient LED lighting for the parking area here. Uh, often buildings like this have a lot of exterior lighting for their perception of safety. 
this building has plenty of lighting for safety, but the lights used are typically LED, highly efficient LED lights. And this building achieves the light pollution reduction credit, which is a credit aimed at you know, keeping light from infiltrating the night skies. One of the one of the interesting things about working on this building was attention to the cost of the building. So BC Housing financed the building through provincial funds for the most part, and so there was a concern about spending those funds wisely. And I think that that was done in the end. I mean, this is a very green building. Uh, I was talking to the staff at the front desk, and they feel that uh, you know after being open for a few years now, they've worked out all the kinks in the systems and it's operating very well and there are no complaints for the tenants, everybody seems to be happy using it. And it was done at uh, a price that was comparative with other similar buildings of its its type and size. It wasn't an expensive building, it didn't exceed cost, it was an affordable building that was built to a high sustainability standard and is great for the tenants. I'm Christine Williams. I'm the property manager for Lookout Emergency Aid Society. What we do is, it, as a permanent housing facility, we're offering, um, you know, med programs and um, just offering different resources for people that are reintegrating into society. Or, you know, we're we're just here to provide service to people who really need the service. And to have more permanent housing is amazing. Even though these units are very small, they're only three hundred and some odd square feet. Um, they really offer a lot. You have a full kitchen in, in there. It's full facilities, so it's it's got a washroom, it's got a shower, your toilet, everything is all self-contained, which is huge. As we're coming down to the underground, it will be a place where both staff can park safely. Um, in the underground, we have a place for our residents to, because we're a lead building, um, park their bicycles and then make sure that they're safe and secure without them having to worry about it or having them drag them up through the building, which you see in a lot of the older buildings. We're also encouraging a walking program, which surprisingly has, has been fantastic. People are just signing up left, right and center, so that's a great thing. So just walking through the building, um, on the ground level, we've got a bed bug protocol in place. So we've built a, designed a bed bug sauna. So everything that comes into the building, we put in through our treatment. So it gets sprayed, it gets bagged, everything gets looked at. It has to go into the sauna for two hours and then it can go up to the tenant suites. Just ensuring that, you know, their things are secure, safe and bug free. Um, we have several amenity areas. Actually, I'll take you to the ground floor to start into the amenity space, which leads on to a um, deck um, where you saw the art, art walls being built there. We have life skill workers that help encourage um, different life skills, teaching them how to cook, and um, we all get together and have that big meal on the weekend, and a lot of tenant involvement. So in here we have um, force flow heaters are in the hallways compressing the air so that um, in case of a fire um, people can get out through the stairwells um, without being in danger. Um, we also have the in-floor heat which of course operationally is a lot less expensive to run. So here we are on the 12th floor. As you can see, you can look at all of Vancouver. It's amazing view. Uh, we have some beautiful vines growing up the trellises. 
um, benches in place where people can just come out and just enjoy. As you can see, the Sky Train going by, the Van City building, um, the mountains. Really great, calming place to be. We're on the upper roof at 1880s first. And as you can see, I'm standing beside the solar panels. We have um, three sets of solar panels. What they do is supply us with all our hot water and our heat and, and all of that. And then again, in, in the winter time where the panels aren't um, able to pick up enough sun, we go on to the neighborhood energy. So it's a pretty amazing system and operationally it will save us down the road. And as you can see here, we have another green roof that you're standing on. You can see over there, there's a little baby seagull. So you can see that mama has built her nest from the green roof materials. You know, I'm really proud to be one of the front runners in doing this type of building. Um, Lookout has come a long way in 40 years. It's our 40th anniversary this year. So being able to create a space for people of this caliber for social housing is amazing. Um, and people really, really do appreciate it. In move-in day, um, you know, one guy came up to me and gave me a great big hug and said, Oh my God, I have a home. Thank you so much. And that was so rewarding. So.